and he lifts one to left field. It is deep, it is high, and it is gone. A walk-off home run for Joe Gray Jr. Good afternoon, wherever, whenever, however you are listening to the Gram Slam podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Anderson, and it is officially the one-year anniversary, one-year anniversary of the show, of the Instagram account. It all started one year ago today at a Vibes game, trying to cover the team what a journey it's been. We are on episode 36. This is the anniversary show entitled, Houston, We Have a Problem. Uh, so six games are in the book. The vibes are set to play here shortly. Uh, today, June 1st, 2022. And man, let me tell you, it has been a rough six games for the Rocky Mountain Vibes. One of them, they won. Um, the rest, they have lost. And unfortunately, the last two games, the Vibes don't even want to look at or even go back to think about. Um, <laughs> the Range Riders came into town. They took over and pretty much dominated. And I mean dominated the Rocky Mountain Vibes. <sighs> it, it's hard to even talk about. So May 29th, which was Sunday, they lost 24-7, to and on Monday, on Memorial Day, they lost 22-12. to So far, the Rocky Mountain Vibes have given up 96 points. 96 points, or runs, however you want to call it. 96 runs to start the season off in six games. The... Uh, it's it's hard to even cover this stuff, and I and I know I have a lot of players that follow me, staff members, coaches, whatever the case may be. But it's hard to cover something that you, you can't really say is good baseball coming out of the Vibes organization. Nor was it last year. This is no disgrace to any player on the team. But criticism is criticism, and that is what this fan podcast is all about. Was this last season? It is again this year so far. Hopefully, this is not the vibes we learn to grow to learn or grow to to know. Um, I hope that the Glacier Range Riders are a dominant team, and that's exactly what we saw in the first six games. Now, of course, the Rocky Mountain Vibes travel up to uh, northern Colorado to play the NoCo Owls. That six-game series starts tonight. The Owls have not, as far as I know, have not won a game this season yet. Um, they are 0-5. So, could be a little bit of a smokescreen coming by... Essentially, the Rocky Mountain Vibes over the next uh, six games could be pretty good. 
But I worry that the trend from last year, despite the fact we only have three players, three players from last year on the current team, it's not looking good. 96 points. 96 points. That is 96 runs. I keep messing that up. Um, 96 runs is crazy amount of runs to let score over six games to start the season off. Vibes did not start the season off this way last year against the uh, Grand Junction Rockies. They just didn't. They continued to go spiraling downward throughout the entire season to end up last in the league. I hope that's not the case this year. I mean, right now, they're not last in the league. The NoCo Owls are. Um, I don't know what that series is going to bring. Is it going to show that the vibes are no good and the Owls dominate just like the Glacier Range Riders did? I don't know. Um, but I'll tell you, there there's a major issue with the, the pitching staff, um, essentially. And I, I did want to make a correction from last week. Uh, one of the team's believe one of their athletic coaches or something like that uh, messaged me or on uh, Instagram and let me know that they did not have any scrimmage games with the team. Um, the one scrimmage game that they did have was canceled due to snow. I don't know if they had any more after that that were also canceled that were not open to season ticket holders. Um, but the team, at least I know for a fact, practiced together. But... To what extent, I don't know. Um, Obviously, they did not play any scrimmage games. So this first six games was the team's first six games together. That could be rough. And clearly it was. Um, I guess the plus side is that attendance for the Rocky Mountain Vibes hasn't been that bad. Um, Opening night uh, saw uh, 3,537 uh, the May 24th game, which ended up uh, having 869. May 25th had 627. Now, of course, I'm not sure if they're counting because um, we obviously know the May 25th game was a doubleheader, so I don't know if they're combining those or separating them out from Tuesday night into the delay and then only counting the um, the actual second game on Wednesday. But uh the Memorial Day weekend um, brought in some impressive numbers. Uh, the May 28th game brought in 4,026. The May 29th game was 2,818. And then, of course, on Memorial Day, 1,198. Now, of course, there's a significant drop, significant, almost 2,000 um, drop between the 29th and the 30th on Memorial Day. I assume a lot of people did not want to come back after losing 24-7. And then the vibes kind of almost repeated themselves, losing 22-12 to 12 on Memorial Day. It's rough. Um, I, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat anything with the Rocky Mountain vibes. I will never do that. Um, I can't say that I am exactly thrilled that I got season tickets this year. It's It's no lie. It's... It's to the point that I've debated on if I was continuing the Gram Slam podcast and covering the Rocky Mountain vibes. Um, I know, I believe it's tomorrow night, is the Color Springs Snow Socks and their uh, 
Pecos League debut at Memorial Park. Might see about going. I don't know. Um, But it's rough. It's rough covering a team that has put up 96 uh, runs in six games. They have a massive amount of errors. Um, That kind of was across the board with both teams. But it's just, it's not, it's not great. And the pitching does not look like it got any better from last year at all. Um, I, I think we used every single person or every single pitcher in the lineup or in, on the team over those six games as well. That's rough. Um, I, I don't know at this point, looking at the stats, I was not at most of the games. Um, if they used any position players for pitching or not. But, yeah, we, they've got to do something. Whether it is the fact that we're still dealing with these rookies that are at a younger age. I know they're not as young as they were last season. Um, but that's a that's a tough thing to to have happen is to get dominated the way they have. And frankly, it's, it's just not fun. Um, there, the Rocky mountain vibes pitching staff gave up a total of 12 home runs over that six game span. Two of those were grand grand. Yeah, see, I'm going to say grand slams, uh, grand slam home runs. One being an inside the park home run. And that was back-to-back innings. You can't have that. That is not how you're going to win any games. Excuse me. And even then, the May 24th win was 12-1. to They came back in that game. They were losing. (coughs) I apologize. I have a cough going on. But, yeah, it's it's rough. It's rough watching this. I, I know the first couple games I went to, um, I honestly could not stand to stay and watch. It's just, this is not fun. And some of these games, um, looking at like even YouTube or whatnot, some of these games are going four out or past four hours. That's not what I want out of baseball. I don't want to sit there for four hours. Um, I, I expressed last week my kind of sour taste with their food selection and, Having kids, it's it's not easy being out there for four hours and expecting my kids not to keep getting hungry and to spend more and more and more money on food. So, yeah, there's definitely a regret of buying season ticket uh, season tickets, and I'll be honest, I I'm not the only one. I know of quite a few people that are season ticket holders that are disappointed. And some there's there's at least three I know that have uh, for all different reasons obviously have not attended games. Um, I know one guy that has season tickets. He has not shown up to any games. Um, he was pretty disappointed with how the team was. Um, he didn't get to go to the first couple games, and then the way the rest of the games were going, he just did not show up. So. It's across the board. This is rough. This is a team that is in the Pioneer League, and a lot of the players are not complete rookies. They are 
experienced players that have played in the league before or played in other independent baseball leagues, including some that have played in AAA, A-ball, or AA, whatever the case may be, that are way above the status of the Rocky Mountain vibes. And we, we know this from last year. Um, I, I mean, I talked about it on last year's episodes where teams were coming to Colorado or Colorado Springs, and they were literally, like, feeling bad that they were beating the vibe so bad because these were kids they were playing. These are kids. Um, I, I Again, I, I don't think the roster is a, as that young this year, um, which I've kind of confirmed through um, <coughs> excuse me, through some uh, sources or whatnot. So I, I hope they bounce back. Um, obviously, they are playing the next six days straight in um, NOCO. And then they come back here, and they are playing an additional six games. So the big issue coming for the Rocky Mountain Vibes and their playing and their staff and their coaching staff and everything is for the next 12 days, they're playing games. There's no off time. Um, There is no travel off day between the NoCo Owls and coming back to play the Idaho Falls Chuckers on the 6th into the 7th, obviously, Northern Colorado is, I think that stadium is only about an hour and 45, if not two hours away from here. Or maybe a little over that from the stadium. But uh, it's hard being a fan. And I know what it's like being a fan of a terrible team. Um, <laughs> you're talking in all sports realms of teams that I've been a part of or liked are bad. Um, the Atlanta Braves have been a terrible team for years. They finally won the World Series last year. Um, growing up, I was a Rockies fan. I still watch the Rockies to an extent um, here and there. Um, really haven't recently, but I follow enough along with the team to know the Rockies are not doing great. Um, so I, I'm well aware of teams. It's just it's hard having a podcast and covering the team when there's no <coughs> man. I apologize. I mentioned in my other podcast that I came back from Vegas this weekend, and it seems like any time I've traveled and come back, I've got this like nasty hagging cough. Um, I got it last time when I went to Alabama for USFL and came back. I strongly feel it's something in our household um, with dogs, with just pet hair, um, and just overall the air quality, essentially, that I'm away from it for a few days and then come back and it is killer. But anyways, so it's hard to pinpoint, and even if the team did good, let's let's flip the switch here for a second or flip the script, is... If the team's doing good, it's not that hard to cover. It really is not that hard to cover. But it is hard to cover when the team is giving up this much runs. You can't really there there's no there's no defense for this team at all. I would frankly I'd hate to be on the team. Um I'd hate it hate to be on it from last year into this year, especially with what the team last year did in Monclova during the winter league into like current day, they were 
killing it. They won the championship of the Winter League. But I know we only have three players from last year. I really wish we didn't because I think they would be more competitive and ready to go compared to what they are now. Um, I did want to give a shout-out to Mike Anone. If you remember, he came over from the Pecos League last year, signed with the Rocky Mountain Vibes. He was an awesome guy, awesome person. Um, he actually signed with the NoCo Owls um, yesterday. So, I mean, I'm curious to see if he is in their lineup tonight against the Rocky Mountain Vibes or is in the lineup for the next six games at all. Um, good luck to him. Very much good luck to Mike Unknown. He is he was such a nice person, and he gives a lot to baseball and his commitment to it. I really wish the Vibes would have re-signed him. They didn't. Um, but yeah, congratulations to him. Best of luck. I'll be keeping an eye out on him for sure during this series. Um, but yeah, it's, it, again, it, it's, it's very rough and tough and just, uh, nail biting having to cover the Rocky mountain vibes right now. And that's, like I said, it's no disrespect to the players, but something's got to be done. And if this was a fluke, that's awesome. Maybe the Range Riders are just that good of a team. I know their uh, sports analysts um, up there that I've seen on Twitter were raging about the Range Riders. I told you all they'd be amazing. No, you're playing the vibes. You clearly don't know who the vibes are. And no offense. No offense to anybody on the team. That's how it was last year. Trust me. We went through a full season with the vibes. And they were dead last. So to say that you're such an amazing team when you're playing the vibes, continue down the road and see where you're at in like a month after you've actually played some of the teams in um, the North Division, Paddleheads being one of them because they are still on fire after winning the championship last year. Um, I don't know. There's a lot to think about with the Grand Slam podcast with everything. I will continue to ride out, hopefully this season, um, to cover the vibes, to cover everything. But to be honest, I'm going to start out clean. I'm going to start out next week. I'll review the Northern Colorado Owls series, the start of the Idaho Falls Chucker series, and really kind of dig deep into it. But if we're losing this amount, it's going to be really hard. It's just... You can't sit here and I can't I can't lie to you that I'm thrilled um, to watch the vibes. Especially, again, I don't like going out to games and sitting there for four to four and a half, five hours of a game. I, I've been there. I've We've had delays at times. We've had long games. I think there was one game in 2019 for the Rocky Mountain Vibes. Um, the first week of the season, I think it may have been even prior to that, I'm not quite sure. Um, may have been the Sky Sox, but I, I'm pretty sure it was the vibes where game started at 6.30. I want to say there was a delay, but they didn't finish the game till almost 2 a.m. in the morning. Um, we've seen that last season where they had a double header that went till almost 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. I don't want to sit there for that. I have no interest. Um, 
So I've been covering football with the uh, USFL and spring football leagues or whatnot because they're getting games in under three hours. I, I, I don't know. It's it's tough. I don't want to sound negative and sit here and be negative on the podcast, but I, I can't lie. It's not fun, and I really hope the best for this team and that they change. Um, but, yeah, if we're looking at mid-July and we're still, for the first half of the season, still looking like this, ugh, I, I don't know what to say at that point other than I don't know how much – excuse me I don't know how much that's gonna work for the Rocky Mountain vibes or whatnot because it it's tough to it's tough to see these kids get dominated like this because excuse me it's not what we hope for at all um so I again I I think that there will be hopefully some changes um I I feel that Pitching staff is the big part of it. Um, obviously, we only have one pitcher back from last year, and that's uh, uh, Yasel Ocha. Ocha, I believe is how you pronounce his name. He's year two. The rest of the um, pitching staff is rookies. But, yeah, good luck to the Rocky Mountain Vibes this season. Um, I don't have much else. I know... Again, it's the one-year anniversary and celebrating it, but it's hard to celebrate when there's nothing really to celebrate other than I appreciate everyone that listens. I appreciate everyone that follows the Grand Slam podcast and everything essentially that goes along with creating this awesome, awesome um, show that's now on YouTube and the podcast uh, format itself. It is so awesome to get here, get to sit here and cover this, but it, it it's just it's rough. It's super rough. Last year was rough. It was nice covering Monclova for the most part during the winter when they were just on fire. But I I really did not have much high hopes for this this season because nothing changed. We we are still a team of rookies, a team of younger players that are not matching up with the rest of the Pioneer League at all. Um, so, again, has the vibes that scored runs? Yeah, they. I, as far as I know, I think they scored 47 runs over the six games and only won one of those games. That That's a problem because when I looked across the league, this weekend or this past weekend or um, I think it was yesterday I was looking at it. Most of the teams did not score that many points. There was a few here and there, but it was not. And they didn't give up that many points. So it's pinpointing back to the Rocky Mountain vibes for whatever reason um, that may be. Um, it, it just it sucks having this issue um, time and time again here in Colorado Springs with teams. And again, it, it's, it's definitely hard. I, I can't, I, I can't guarantee after this season, if we end up the same way we did last year, I can't guarantee I'm renewing my tickets next year. Um, there's so much going on next, next year between the XFL. If the USFL football league comes back, there's so much, that I have planned um, to cover those leagues. And 
most of them somewhat go into USFL will go into mid season for the vibes or whatnot, but and it doesn't seem like covering that much, at least on YouTube, is doing that great. Maybe it will next year, but again, it, it's rough covering a local team that does not have anything really to show for it, except some amazing, amazing merchandise. If you're watching the podcast on YouTube, yeah, amazing. Um, and and there's amazing fans that I've met um, that listen to the show. I consider some some of them friends at this point that I talk to on um, Instagram. So shout out to all y'all that make covering and watching the vibes worth it. Um, but know that it's rough, and I'm sure it's rough as a fan covering one team. And I I already tried the whole covering the Pioneer League, and that's not. It, it, it was too much, especially with trying to cover the XFL and the USFL football leagues. It just wasn't working for the most part. And I know the Grand Slam podcast has had a format covering movies, doing different things during the off season. I, I want to bring some of that back. I just don't know where it fits into the podcast anymore. Um, if you, if you, personally like my movie reviews tv show reviews and just different stuff that's not just covering the rocky mountain vibes please let me know please comment on instagram comment on youtube um let me know i i'm very curious of that and i hope this show grows um i i i'll be straightforward with everyone like if the numbers are correct, each episode is only getting about 10 to 15 people listening to it. So it's not much. It's it's not where it needs to be. And, man, the Pioneer League that came out with their weekly Wednesday podcast, oddly enough, they upload or have their podcasts on Wednesdays. <laughs> kind of weird, uh, especially when I've been doing Wednesdays for a long time. Um, but they have like celebrities on there. They had Charles Barkley, which I was kind of questioning, like, is Charles Barkley really on this? Cause I've seen podcasts like, yeah, this person's going to be on there. And then it's clips of them from somewhere else. No, Charles Barkley was really on the pioneer league. And tonight, I think the one that starts in about 30 minutes has Pete Rose on it. I can't compete with that. Um, and it, it just it's it's hard like i said it's hard covering a league and covering a team that in particular is just not not there it's there's nothing here for it and um it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the season goes and where uh the grand slam podcast ends up but for the one year anniversary i i appreciate like i said everyone following everyone being here but it is a rough time to be a Rocky Mountain Vibes fan. And it has been. It has been since technically day one of the Rocky Mountain Vibes when they were a rookie affiliation league with the uh, Milwaukee Brewers um, in 2019. It was super rough then too. So I guess we'll see where this goes. Um, Like I said, I appreciate everyone um, that joins me for this. This episode's just at about 30 minutes long. So we'll cut it here today and just know the one in five vibes, they could come back and do very well. And we'll see tonight what they do into the next 
12 straight days of baseball. That is a rough schedule. And with only, I think they've only had two days off. Um, yeah, two days. No, they've only had a day off. Um, this could be pretty painful for the vibes. You lose two back-to-back games by 46 points total in the two games. They gave up 46 runs. And then you have one day off to recover and you're back on the road and then come home and you're playing 12 days straight. It's going to be rough. And I think they only have like maybe one or two days break in there and they're right back at it again. So good luck to all the players, coaching staff and everything in this um, first away series in uh, Northern Colorado. I'll try to chime in and watch some of the game on YouTube or whatnot, but for the most part, I will officially be watching um, AEW Dynamite tonight. Uh, the fallout from the pay-per-view I went to in Vegas this past weekend. So there's a lot there. But again, I appreciate everyone joining me here today. And we will see you back here next week for episode 37. And stay tuned this weekend. I'll have a preview of what is going to be on that episode and go from there. So have a great one, everyone. And thank you again. We'll see you back here. Check out previous episodes here on YouTube and, of course, on uh, FM, where all the Gram Slam podcast you can follow. Of course, all big podcast providers. Download, subscribe. We'll be back here next week. Hopefully, we'll have some great news with the Rocky Mountain Vibes. And go from there. Have a great one, everyone. And he lifts one to left field. It is deep. It is high. And it is gone. A walk-off home run.